1: Zachary, thanks for joining us on the show, man. Uh, it means a lot. You've uh, taken the time out of uh, studio to, uh, to have a chat with us.
0: It's okay. I do the least amount of work in there, so that's
1: fine. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. Well, of course, Alphaville was my favorite album of 2020, man. Um, that album was just incredibly uh, influential for me and just changed the game completely. But it also put you guys on the map globally, like... All even all the way down here in the arse end of Australia, like it just really took you places. How was that with everything going on in the world and having that success with that album?
0: It's great. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, dude, success is amazing. Love it. Hope to get some more.
1: <laughs> That's what you definitely want. Absolutely, you know. Well,
0: hopefully, we can come and play in Australia soon. That would be incredible,
1: dude. That's it. Sure would. <laughs> But I mean, did did you get a scale of it? Did you get a real sense of, of how far that album took you?
0: Um, I guess. I mean, I think it's really hitting more as we start playing shows, and there's biggest. Are we playing bigger and bigger, uh, or bigger turnouts for every show? It's going okay. So this is different now, and that feels really really nice. Yeah, man. You know, our last four had zero bad, we had zero bad turnouts. Every show was fantastic. The crowds were amazing. And it's like, okay, this is, we're growing at a much more exponential rate.
1: Because, I mean, you guys have been doing this for, for a long time.
0: And it feels it like, feels like
1: it. man, you, you've you worked your absolute asses off. And it seems like it's all, all coming together for you, which is just incredible. Um, and you just came back from that tour, so how was it going back out on the road and bringing Alphaville to the people and getting those? It rocked
0: it, rocked, man! It was so much fun, and we really, uh, it, it felt great to be back, man.
1: How's how was it? Uh, you know, playing your hometown as well, New York, and.
0: New York was great, man. It was like two sold-out shows at St. Vitus. So like, and it was our first sold-out show ever. You know, the, the first show of the tour was that sold out was New York. We had a bunch of sold-out shows on this tour, but that was the first. And it was just, what a great feeling to sell out your hometown. And, you know, we've played St. Vitus many, many years ago to seven people and now we're playing two nights at maximum capacity. So it was quite cool.
1: That is awesome. That's awesome. And you're about to release the live album in the evening with this week and you recorded that at the Slipper Room, which from what I could see, I looked at the pictures and it just looks like this beautiful old theater.
0: It is a really cool venue. It's like an old New York cabaret club. And when we were scouting locations for where to do the live stream, of 2020, this place uh, seemed like a great fit. So we were very lucky to be able to shoot there, record there, and you know, it's cool because this live album is—it's a live album of a show that no one's at, and it's also a live album of the only show we've played in the year 2020.
1: Was that was that difficult playing and performing? Yes, with no one.
0: <laughs> yeah. You feed off the energy of people yeah. uh, in the crowd. And when they are excited, you get more excited. And it makes the whole uh, performance aspect that much more enjoyable. And without that, you really have to put in extra effort, I, I suppose.
1: Did you, um, did you find that it, it, it sort of became second nature after a few... Did you have to do takes or was it all just run through?
0: To remember.
1: I mean, there may have been a
0: couple takes in the sense that like, because there's so many moving parts with, yeah. with this, there's recording, there's a uh, recording of audio and video. So sometimes, you know, there might have been uh, a run through where, oh, okay, we didn't get the angle we wanted, or we want to, we didn't get the sound right, or something like that, or whatever, we want to try something different. So, yeah, I think there probably were a couple different takes. But not for all the songs. Some of them we just... You know, a lot of those bio-luxury tracks, they're yeah, ingrained sad. in our DNA at this point. So, it's not so... You don't, I don't even think about it, you know?
1: But, I mean, it's coming out on vinyl as well. Um, I've just gotten a record player, so I'm keen as fuck to get my hands on it.
0: Nev, so. I would recommend that you definitely get the vinyl. It's... The whole layout of the record is designed to emulate an old 60s jazz record in as far as the like the visual, the layout, the the only thing that's not 60s about it is that it's actually 180 gram vinyl so it's much heavier and much nicer but everything else is very vintage feel and if you've ever collected old jazz records you, it's going to look exactly like that
1: Man, I've just fallen down the rabbit hole, like literally over the last few weeks, and uh, I'm just I'm just obsessed with it, so I can't wait to get my hands on it. Uh, do, do you find, though, that you had to approach the recording of it differently, keeping in mind that it was going on vinyl? Because to my understanding, it's a different mix. Is that Well, not completely, but different master.
0: Maybe I didn't mix it or master it. That's a question for Colin, who's in the other room. Oh, that's a. (laughs) Uh, He's yeah. He was the one who did all that. All I did was play, and try to bring as much energy as I can because the live presentation of Imperial Treven is very different than the studio version, and we're very happy that they're not the same. And they're not. There's no one that's better or worse. It's just two different experiences that you, the listener, get to enjoy.
1: Will there be a, a Blu-ray or, or something of the show? Maybe.
0: Maybe I was talking to Trey about that yesterday, actually, because his band, uh, Mr. Bungle, they did a Blu-ray. And I asked him, how, it, how did it do? And he said, it did amazing. Yep. And I, because to me, I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any Blu-ray. Uh, so I'm not familiar with how popular it is. But, you know, if there's a, if there's a demand for it and people want it, of course, yeah, why not?
1: I, I would love it. I mean, I'd love to experience it.
0: it. it was a, it's a, we put a lot of work into the video. So, yeah. and it's there's if you didn't, if you missed the behemoth uh, stream, or even if you caught the behemoth stream, there were tracks that didn't make it into the final, you know, 30 minute set that we were allotted. So mm. there's stuff there that everyone can see for the first time.
1: But I mean, your music's so technical as well. And, you know, wearing the mask. Do you find that you have to adjust the way you're playing from bringing those songs in the studio to to the live setting? No, just need to
0: practice more. (laughs) Because, yeah, and keep in mind, I don't just have to play the songs. I also have to sing them. So it's an extra pain in the ass. But I don't think our music is that technical. And I definitely think that... I mean, it's doable. You know what I mean? What -hmm. what I'm playing on the album is pretty much exactly what I'm playing live. And if if it's difficult for me to sing it and play it at the same time, all I do is just practice it until I can do it. (laughs) Yeah. Seems to work.
1: (laughs) From everything I've seen, yes, it does. So
0: that's... (laughs) The practice technique definitely helps. Yes. That's
1: what, that's how you get there, right? Like you've got to practice (laughs) Mm -hmm. lazy people put in the work.
0: It sucks. It's annoying. I, some, I often fantasize about just playing, being the guitar player and how much easier that would be, but you know, it's the job.
1: I can't do it. I've tried. I can't sing and play at the same time. It's my brain has to switch those gears or it's just, it just doesn't happen.
0: Right. Well, then you, need, you just need to practice, man.
1: <laughs> I'm going to keep that. I'm going I'm to snip that out. And I'm just going to keep that on loop just to give me that kick up the ass. It works. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Well, I've never been to America because I'm all the way down here in the Aussie. Have you ever been to Australia?
0: No, I haven't. I'd love to go. Very far away. <laughs> it seems very far.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're down here. You're up over that way and we're down here. But, um, you know, I only know New York from pictures and and films, so my interpretation of what the city is like is only through art and uh ghostbusters, <laughs> I guess but um your stuff is very cinematic and it paints a picture of a world that's very familiar to me in a lot of ways because of that art um but it it's filtered through your music, so it's it's like a completely alternate reality i guess is that the goal when you
0: when you write your music sometimes i think so yeah it's the goal is yeah in some ways that but it's also the goal is to create an art form similar to maybe painting yes uh where there, there's a lot of openness to the interpretation of the listener or the viewer rather you know like People in many interviews and many fans will talk to me and tell me what they think our music is about, what they think our songs are about. And I'm open to all their interpretations because I want that. I want people's creativity to be stirred up and I want them thinking and I want them uh, gesticulating upon what these words and these notes mean. And I think that's more exciting than... Me just coming out and telling people this song's about this this song's about getting my heart broken or whatever you know like have like a found- traditional yeah but have you what? found
1: that talking to to fans and getting their interpretations has helped influence your own direction of writing have you drawn from? Nah.
0: You- no no nah, no nah, we know uh i know what the songs are about, really about
1: I know but I mean like new stuff new material and where new
0: material oh my gosh not really no no I don't think so (laughs) we we, we still have like a pretty whole bunch of ideas for songs you know yeah the well isn't dry Nev.
1: no no and I'm very excited that you're in the studio right now
0: yeah we're mixing the new one it's done oh it's done nev what yeah we've been working all 2020 2021 we just worked
1: man i'm so excited dude how's the direction of this one compared to alphaville has did everything in the world going on have any sort of influence on
0: that well we had more time to write and rehearse um it's sick it's a totally sick album i think you're gonna love it nev I need it. I need it in my life. but It's uh... <laughs> it will coming to your life next year. It's going to be a delightful uh, gift.
1: What about visually? Has it, is it still along the same lines or do you think
0: it's going to go somewhere else? Well, we like you to mix things up. So, yeah, the art direction takes uh, different angles and different perspectives. You know, I, I have to be a little cryptic because I can't give it all away, but it's, yeah, there's... There's, it's, it's different. It's new. It's sick. You know what I mean? Like we, we haven't uh, gotten tired yet.
1: That's good. That's good. Cause I, I, I got to ask.
0: (laughs) Oh, you play piano. Wait, let me introduce you to a a esteemed colleague of mine, Steve Blanco. Hey, what's going on? Hey bro. How are you? Welcome to Australia. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, man? Good, man. How are you? This is doing all right. Doing all right, Nev. Nice to meet you. Yeah, do you need, too, need to lay man. down p- uh, piano? I just have to. Yeah, I might have to. Read sure, you. sure. Let me. Um. Maybe hit let the me, kitchen. All right, I'll. Sh- I'll hit the kitchen. Take care, Nev. <laughs> oh, you too, cool, bro. Hey, good. all the best, man. Sorry about that. We we uh, now. I guess we have to do some quick oh, piano track.
1: I appreciate. How We're cool is that light. lighting, man? You're walking through his thing. I feel like I'm
0: getting. Taken. Oh, this. This lighting's sick. That's fucking awesome. And then look, you can see a beautiful. Alphaville. That's mad. Yeah. So good. He's uh he's a he's a he's a very prolific man, Colin Marston. I'm trying to see where I can put this. All right, I'll just, I'll just stand in this kitchen. The kitchen. The yeah, I'm in mean, Colin's kitchen now.
1: <laughs> awesome, man. That's cool. That's cool. This is a little studio tour. Yeah. It's, it's become See, I feel like I don't have to travel. You know, like No, I'll, you really uh, don't. No, I just go on little adventures with people. Yeah, in just the interview the world. people. I love it. About it. Oh, what do you got? A cold one, mate? No, it's
0: a uh, uh, seltzer. Oh. Don't tell... <laughs> Drinking all his seltzers.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, I mean, visually, I mean, we are talking before that, you know, it, it's, it's a whole package for you guys. I, I feel like it really goes hand in hand to get the full experience. Yes. But would you... Would you want to take that further and and make like a full length film and and score it and everything like that? Is that on the... Yes. Is that something you're talking about now?
0: No, we don't. I mean, we're not at the moment, but if there was the funding and the uh, interest for it, 100%. Yeah, we have a lot of creativity we got to let out. And then luckily Imperial Champion is a medium and of... Uh, Sort of a launch pad for a lot of different uh, formats, you could say.
1: Where do you where do you want to take it? Where where what's the wildest idea that you have that you would love to explore? The
0: wildest one would be like an Imperial Triumphant like credit card or something like that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> where like you you use the Imperial Triumphant credit card and you gain points, which get you perks to shows, merch. Stuff like that. But even so, like, maybe even doing, like, crypto, cryptocurrency stuff like that, that's really, like, uh, opened up a whole new world of stuff for musicians and artists. And I think there's really just so much you can do. I'm really... And I want to do it all.
1: Like, uh, what is it, NFTs? Like, wait, wait a little NFTs,
0: yeah. People like to dog on NFTs, but they don't really understand the capabilities of, at least in, in the music world, how much you can benefit from that, you know? Yeah. There are companies that sell, do ticket sales through the blockchain. And if you, like, think about it like this, like you buy your ticket through this website, you get your ticket as, as a blockchain uh, NFT. You could then scout that ticket that person knows or can tell through the blockchain, okay, this is an actual official ticket. I'm not getting ripped off. And then when they buy that ticket, part of that money goes to the band. That's also awesome. so it's and then that's just a small fraction of what you what all that stuff can do. This, I mean, this it's changing and developing every day. There's so much, and I think it can really, it's gonna only help benefit the artists, not just the music industry.
1: Mm. Absolutely, because I'm I mean, the
0: artist, so that's good for me.
1: Absolutely, because I mean, down here we've got we've we've had lots of problems with that. I guess you guys have as well with people reselling online and ripping people off. And um, oh, like
0: scalping tickets, scalping and stuff. T- yeah, of course, dude. i bought tickets and then from a scalper because something was sold out, and it turns out I was got chipped. You know, it's happened. But yeah, that's just a small thing. But like, there's so much potential.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So I mean you've toured overseas, you've toured Europe, you've toured America. You haven't toured here. That's on the card. We gotta get to
0: Australia. Australia rules.
1: (laughs) See, it's weird because everyone over there that I talk to have got this weird interpretation of what Australia is. So I'm interested to find out like what you guys would think. We're coming here, what we're actually like. It's not like Mad Max. We don't drink fosters.
0: Oh no, I didn't think so. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but uh, it's it would be incredible, dude. I think 2022 would be ideal. No,
0: Australia is just great surf and Portal. You know Portal? Yeah, they're the greatest band of all time.
1: No shit, they're like from my way Well, up my way. That blows me away. They're the greatest band ever. Good dudes too. But you know, you don't know who that's not a bad
0: record. Not a not a bad record.
1: Oh. And I love that they can they it makes you feel disgusting when you listen to it, which is the highest compliment.
0: They're so heavy. Yep. Oh Amazing. there's Trey. Hey. Hi. There's Trey.
1: Hey, bro. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> I love bungle. Um. <laughs> I just got it on vinyl, man. Like last week, I just got the the first uh, bungle album on vinyl. Damn great. nice, yeah. Sure, yeah,
0: it's amazing.
1: It is amazing. It is amazing. But uh, what else you got coming up for twenty twenty two, dude? What's what's on the cards?
0: A whole lot of tour dates. Um, I can't announce any of them yet, but obviously there is some announced already, like the festivals in Europe. Um, nothing. If anyone who's watching this, nothing planned for Australia yet. So if anyone wants to bring us down there, give us a call. We'd wow. be more than happy to play in your town.
1: Imagine Portal, Imperial Triumphant, together with the Amenta. Put that out
0: to the universe, man. It could happen. Dude, nothing's, ha- nothing's impossible.
1: Have you heard the Amenta? I have not. Dude. Holy shit. They are my favorite Australian band. Um, so I should check it out, huh? The Amenta. Yep. Kane is a friend of mine, and he is such a prolific. Profi- I can't even talk at this time. I mean. He is an incredible artist. Um, visually, I think you would just absolutely love them. The Amenta and their new album's called Revelator. Check it out, dude. You would rock Sure it. will. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, that would be the ultimate tour for me. The Amenta, yeah. portal, Imperial Triumphant. I'm putting it out there into the universe right now. There you go. Make it happen, people. Make it happen. But, uh, dude, it's been awesome hanging out with you on the show. Thanks for hanging and taking us on tour.
0: My pleasure. Yeah, yeah a little studio tour. Well, thanks for so much for your time.
1: No worries, man. No worries. We'll have all the links down here. The new live album is out on November 26th through Century Media. Uh, take care, bro, and all the best, and bring the heavies.
0: Sure will, man. Thanks, soon. Planning on traveling this summer? Make Saving at the Pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your EVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with EVIC and Harris Teeter Fuel Points.